Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. What next on the debt limit now the talks have broken down? For that matter, what if we didn't need a debt limit at all? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Ally Bank, offering its Raise Your Rate CD as well as an online savings account and money market account. Learn more at AllyBank.com. Marketplace Innovation Reporting is supported by the 2011 Jaguar XJ. Learn more at a local dealer or at JaguarUSA.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Riznal. It is Friday today, the 24th of June. Glad to have you with us. And TGIF never sounded so sweet, I'll tell you that. But in the corridors of power in Washington, D.C., there is no rest for the weary, for we are still without a budget deal. We are, in fact, even without talks on a budget deal as of yesterday. You roll that in with a slow economy, Greece and its debt worries, a stock market that is skittish. I could go on, but I won't. I will instead open things up for Lizzie O'Leary from Bloomberg News, Cardiff Garcia from the blog FT Alphaville, and a live radio segment that we like to call the Weekly Wrap. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, Kat. So, Lizzie, I'll tell you, you're sitting there in Washington, fingers on the very pulse of political power, so you get the first question. That whole thing with with Eric Cantor yesterday uh, pulling out of the debt talks and John Boehner giving his press conference, that was all just choreographed and set up and scheduled, and and they're going to reach a deal, right? Gee, that would be great to know the answer to that. Um, It could be choreographed. Cantor's aides say it wasn't. There is a lot of substantive talk going on here, and then there's some political theater behind it. Yes, there will be more talks. Yes, the president is getting involved. The Republicans wanted to ratchet this up to the point where they said, okay, Mr. President, you have to talk about it. We are, of course, getting closer and closer to that August 2nd financial Armageddon that the Treasury Secretary has talked about. But the problem here is Democrats want some sort of revenue raiser, i.e. more taxes, in this thing. And Republicans say, no way, that won't get past the House. So, Cardiff, I saw a great line this morning, and I I forget, frankly, where it was, or I'd give them credit. Uh, It it basically went like this. Congress trying to figure out the debt talks is like a caveman disarming a nuclear bomb with a club. I mean, the markets are finely tuned. They're delicate instruments most of the time. And Congress doesn't really know what it's doing. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I I think from the beginning, though, we've known that the incentives here, the political incentives have been for this thing to go all the way down to the wire. The Republicans in particular don't want to be accused of not having gotten the best deal. So I I really don't have much hope that we're going to see a resolution to this anytime soon. I do think we're going to get up right up close to that August 2nd deadline. The really interesting question for me is, how will the markets react in those days leading up to it? And one way or the other, I think we're going to find out. Well, Lizzie, give me your sense. I mean, do you think that people in Washington really understand that the markets don't appreciate the whole midnight August 2nd thing, that that for them it starts getting really, really skeevy like, you know, last week of July? Well, the problem with that is people go back and look at the other times this has happened. If you look at 92, 94, 96, there, there are a number of historical cases and in those cases, the markets didn't react. Mm. And so I think it's hard to convince politicians that this is different, that mm. this might be different, that when you talk to, to budget experts, they say, yeah, but then the overall economy was not in the fragile place that it is right now. The overall fiscal situation then was better. 
Yeah. All right. So Cardiff, step back for me for a minute. You know how at the end of the newscast, I always say, you know, in Wall Street today, it was whatever the cause of the markets. Today, I'm going to say something about Greek debt, probably just because that's what's on everybody's mind. But really, the markets have been skittish. I mean, yesterday was, you know, salvaged because the Greek debt was was uh, there was a deal negotiated, maybe. And today it was lousy because they're worried about Greek debt. I mean, it's already really, really skittish. Oh, of course it is. And I don't think we should be surprised about that. I always hesitate to read too much into intraday movements. At the same time, this Greek debt deal, I mean, it's not really, it's not really clear what it means just yet. It still has to pass the Greek parliament next week. And that's a body that, by the way, makes the U.S. political system look like a bastion of (laughs) harmony and coordination. And you also had this surprise IEA announcement. Oil prices were plummeting.